self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am very excited about these cartoon reboots okay also known as calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another fantastic episode you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you'd like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and reach out to us that way. We don't have any this week. <laughs> nobody, nobody wrote in. Um... I do want to do like a shameless self-promotion mostly so that I will be forced to actually upload this because accountability. everybody's going to be like, where the fuck is the video at, Red? So I have a YouTube channel called Beautiful Calamity. I've had it forever. Um, but I stopped making videos because it's only so much shit you can do with your hair, bro. Like, you know, I just got tired. <laughs> Because really, the only other thing for me to do was like buy all these products that I didn't really fucking need just to try them out so that other people could potentially know how it might work on their hair. So I just stopped. Like, and once I cut my hair, I just it was less things I could do with it. But anyhow, I that training that we talked about that we both went to inspired me to maybe get back on YouTube, but in a different in a different way. So my videos now will be more like therapy based videos they're not going to be about hair i'm going to lead the hair shit up so like if you've ever seen pictures of me and was like red hair looks amazing then <laughs> you can also go over to the channel and look at all my old videos because i guarantee you any question you possibly have about my fucking hair has been answered um because apparently people just really like my hair i was able to get like 1600 subscribers on that fucking channel based off of hair <laughs> off of my hair um so if you, you know, that's still going to be up. I'm not going to take that down just for people that might in the future have questions about my fucking hair. But the first video that that should be up actually will be up. We all listen to this on Tuesday. I want to upload it for Monday. So it'll already be up and it is on some things to consider when dating. Normally when I talk about dating, I talk about niggas and their side of things. But this is more about the things that you need to do in order for you to become um in a better place to be receptive of dating and choosing the right person um i you know y'all know i've talked about my dad being an alcoholic and um as an adult child of an alcoholic there are certain shit certain messages certain things that i got as a kid that i didn't realize were contributing to some of the things that i was going through in relationships so um if you you know grew up in a chaotic household and have a question about whether or not it has impacted other areas of your life specifically dating you know check the video out let me be honest with you it's 18 minutes not because it's like i'm talking about this subject for 18 minutes but i had to explain <laughs> where the fuck i've been <laughs> at the beginning um but you know check it out i plan to post i'm gonna try once a week i'm not gonna like overburden myself because i know how i can get <laughs> so once a week is the goal. Um, so y'all can check that out. Well, I'm going to plug my shit again then. Yes, you should. Always on point YouTube channel, Deliciousness Reviews, okay? I'm reviewing all kind of food. It's been a year, but I got three of them queued up ready for you. I'm going to review these new peanut butter cups. What peanut, peanut butter? butter lovers and chocolate lovers peanut oh, butter yeah, cups. Oh, yeah, you tell me about this, yes. Then I have me and Leroy Ketchum 
from the Nerd Plate oh, did yeah. an ultimate root beer review video. There, I did not know that there were that many fucking options for root beer it's until 20, you it's did. 21 root beers. <laughs> My God. At least. Jesus. We omitted some just to do it because um, oh they were really cheap. But uh, And then I got a uh, the Lucky Charms Frosted Flakes cereal mashup. Is that the one where I came in here and I was like, why the fuck is it like hood? What was it? What was the? Is that the cereal box? That's the box. Oh yeah, that's the one. It's a trap. It's, <laughs> it's a, a trap. It's, it's a like, trap box. It's the hoodest shit. <laughs> like as soon as I walked in, I was like, "Where you get this cereal from?" Because I didn't recognize. <laughs> it's a hood ass cereal box. It's a know? hood ass cereal box. It's hilarious. It got the trap on the front and it a does. trap house on it. Which it's just like. <laughs> it's Lucky Charms, y'all. I know. But it's still. When you see it, your mind goes to trap houses and and it's a trap. <laughs> it's Always on point YouTube channel. One of my, we did an ultimate chocolate milk review video, so check that out. That is where they he keep talking about this damn promised land milk. This is where that came Something from. Delicious, man. It's milk. <laughs> we already had that conversation. We, we ain't going back. At it. We did. What about so? I don't know where you're posting. I saw you did the explanation of the um castration okay where is that at that's actually on my facebook page um, yeah i'll post it on i'll post it should, in the, i'll share it in the conversation, conversation page. page and mr on point page but alabama just recently passed legislation that forces chemical castration chemical castration upon um, pedophiles who yes. are being released from jail they have to take those treatments in order to um, satisfy the conditions of their parole. So I, I read the legislation. It was only six pages when I read the legislation and kind of gave my breakdown of the issues I had with it. So I'll post that. Uh, I'm hoping to read more legislation. I like the way you did it because you did it the way that people do video game reviews where it's like it's in the background and then you're little in the corner. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like uh, if you ever seen a game streamer where they have their little cells in the bottom so you can see me but you can also be reading alone the legislation yourself. Now, I was going to do this with the uh, 1994 crime bill. Mm-hmm. You know how many pages it is? How many like pages? 364 Hell pages. no. <laughs> like, I was thinking about just doing it in sections, but I'm going to figure out something. Yeah. Because we do need to break down all those sections and talk about how they have fucked up the climate mm-hmm. of police and how it has actually led to mass incarceration you always hear 1994 crime bill mass incarceration bill clinton but like how did we get here from that so i think i'm gonna do it but i'm not gonna do it page by page i'm gonna do it in sections yeah that might be too much yeah um cool i just thought you know we we do other stuff outside of this and for me i'm plugging this out of accountability because (laughs) Because I will not post shit. I know me, and I know how I get. I get overly critical, and I'm like, I don't know if I need to post it. Me, I won't post it. But like, if I'm telling y'all beforehand that it's up, I know I'll have tweets and shit like red with a video. <laughs> so this will hold me accountable. I gotta, cause I'll I'll fall off really yeah. easily. Um, I had another weird family advocacy experience okay. <laughs> this week that you know it pissed me off because it was so fucking stupid so this lady calls and she tells me that she is having trouble getting back to california from here and i'm like 
the fuck you come to Alabama from California for? Now, not just her. Her and her four kids are stranded here. And we have something here in Birmingham called Traveler's Aid. Okay, Traveler's Aid will assist people that get stranded here and getting back. There's some parameters. You have to have like an actual physical address in the place that you're going. And there's like stipulations around it, but they help people that are stranded. But <laughs> because she needed five tickets to California, it exceeded the amount that they give out. It just what it is what it is, you know? So she called with an attitude like, how dare y'all not help me get back? And I was like, how did you end up here in the first place? And she was like, well, I met this guy. We have been together for eight months. And so me and the kids moved in with him. And then when we got here, he got abusive. And so I had to leave. And then she said that she went to a shelter here. I won't say the name of the shelter, but, and her daughter, one of her kids was, um, abused at the shelter and so now she just really wanted to go home and i was trying to explain to her in my mind i'm like the fuck you move your four kids with a nigga just you met not eight months ago are you kidding me like <laughs> you moved across the country you moved as far across the country as you possibly could with the exception of maybe going to florida <laughs> and you're angry because you know that's a lot uh one-way ticket for five people and she's like well it doesn't have to be you know we could take a greyhound it is still <laughs> to California for five people, ma'am. And she was like, well, what if a family gets stranded and they have 12 kids? I would hope a family with 12 kids wouldn't be traveling somewhere and not have a way fucking back. What are you talking about? Like, are you serious right now? Like, she was highly offended that there was not somebody who was just going to give her the money for a ticket to back to California for her and her four children. And I'm just like what <laughs> you can't be serious right now like she was so angry and what i suggested to her is i suggested you know there's a program that helps women with kids you know they have a, a house you could go stay in and get a job work a little you know stay here for a few months it's summertime your kids ain't in school work a few months get the money go back to california I, why would I want I'm trying to get back now okay but I'm telling you that that's not possible <laughs> I'm giving you an alternative that would still allow you to get back I, I said well do you have family that's closer than California because if you have a destination that's not as far the tickets wouldn't be as much and travelers they might be able, I, I was born and raised in, in California I don't have family anywhere else well, bitch, that's more of a reason for you to not have uprooted your four kids and moved across the country for a nigga you just met. Are you like, you're not going to get an attitude with me. Like, this is not, you don't have no responsibility in this. <laughs> bad decision on your part. I feel bad for the kids. Not you, though. <laughs> but I do feel bad for them. Don't even know their ages. Because, like, she was so... She just wanted somebody to like cut her a check or or buy her some tickets and like send them back. And it's like, that's not how that works. It's just not. You know, in order for Travel's Aid to help as many people as they can, they have to have parameters and they have to have a cap <laughs> on the shit they can do. Because, you know, if a lot of bitches like you come through two months into the year, they're going to spend all the money they have for the whole goddamn year for somebody that gets stranded. You know what I'm saying? Like, selfish. <laughs> You should not, like, your family can't help you get back. Like, there's nobody else in the world that you can call 
Because the thing is, if you even if she if she had some of the money and went back to Travel's Aid and was like, hey, you know, I have this much on the tickets and I just need this amount, would have been better. But you want them to pay the whole thing for you and five, I mean, four kids, five people total. That's not how that shit works. I really need these women to stop uprooting their fucking life for these niggas. Like, please stop doing that. It's stupid, especially when you have children. You do not need to be out here following somebody across the country. That's what you do when you are single and childless, okay? If you want to be stupid and you want to risk your safety by traveling with some nigga that you hadn't known that while, hey, cool, you do that. Good for you, okay? But once you start having kids, you have a responsibility to those children not to be out here doing whole shit. And that is some whole shit. Damn. <laughs> Man, I wonder if she had met him before. Like, did he come out there and meet her at some point, and then back and forth, and then it was like, I'm gonna come down here, and it just didn't work out. Or is she like looking for, uh, is she looking for bean stalks and some magic beans type situation? <laughs> she like, let me throw this bean now. Oh, it's a stalk. Let's climb up here. Oh shit, gold. <laughs> like, no, ma'am, that shit don't work like that. Eight months is not enough time. Even me, I don't have nothing. I got my dogs. You know what I'm saying? Like, so eight months is not enough time for me being single without anything other than dog for me to move to California with somebody that I eight months. <laughs> like, I I don't have nothing out there. I don't have a job out there. So like, if he get out there and show his ass, I, what I'm gonna do? <laughs> what am I gonna do? You don't have no contingency plan whatsoever. You you move out there, okay? Mm-hmm. First thing you do, hey. I'm with you now. We got to get you a life insurance policy. <laughs> I got to be the beneficiary. I'm, I don't have anybody here. I want to make sure that in case you have a car wreck or something happened to you, that we know what we're going to do. I'll pay the premiums. Let's just get the plan set up. Okay? Cool. Now, when shit start going wrong, your options open up now. I ain't saying you got a murder. All I'm saying is you got options. That's step one. Now, you try to make the relationship work. Don't get me wrong. You don't forgot about the life insurance policy, but you remember when he start being crazy. You start you remember you had that policy when he start being crazy. I and I'm going to feed into this murder situation that you had. I didn't say on. murder. I said options. You said murder. <laughs> So what I found out, you know, I watch a lot of IG channel. I've been watching a lot of like, uh, I've been going down YouTube rabbit holes and watching um, these like list shows where it's like, you know, top 10, whatever. So did you know <laughs> that the seeds of 26 apples, so apple seeds have, are poisonous to, to people. What? Yes. The we seeds. can't eat apple seeds? Well, you can't eat. 26 apples worth of so apple So what seeds. does poisonous mean? The poisonous mean like the apple that Snow White ate type no, shit? Or do it just mean like I'm gonna be shitting for two days? No, it's like the what? No, not even Snow because Snow White just went to sleep. This gonna kill you. You gonna go to sleep, sleep. Sleep, sleep. How many, how many you gotta eat for 26, that? 26 apples. The seeds in 26 apples. So when I saw that, I was like It'd be so easy to just buy a bag of apples and make an apple pie and blend the, the seeds up and you bake probably cut the shit. death out of them. No, I don't think so. You sure? I have to look into it. But that was the first you thing know, that heat, popped in my neutralizing some of that natural shit. It, it's I not a bacteria. It ain't something living that kills you? 
No, in the it, apple? no, no, no. It's like a uh, the seeds themselves are poisonous. It's um, I can't remember what the name How, of the apple poison seeds got is. asbestos in them. It ain't asbestos. <laughs> what the fuck? Let me see. It is an asbestos. Uh, arsenic. Oh shit. <laughs> For real? Yeah. But Damn, it's, arsenic it's, don't fuck around. But look, it's small amounts. So like that's why nobody that eats apples and maybe accidentally eats a seed. It takes twenty six apples, like the seeds of at least twenty six for the art for it to be potent enough to hurt you. So <laughs> I would just get twenty six apples, dig the seeds out, blend you know, blend them down till it was like a powder, <laughs> put it in an apple pie. <laughs> It's not traceable. <laughs> he ate some apples. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> they gonna be like, how the fuck did he get twenty six apples worth of seeds <laughs> in his system? How did he get this much arsenic? Because they ain't even gonna think apples at first. They gonna think he got po- arsenic, arsenic poison. Yeah, I'm like, now we just had apple pie. He loves apples. And so I made him a pie. pie. You know how many apple pies you have to make with twenty six apples? No, I'm saying dig the seeds out of 26 apples, blend those seeds up till it's a nice little powder, and put that into whatever your regular pie would be. You just need the seeds. You don't need You're 26 still doing apples. Too much. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, man. You, you buy two bags of apples. You got it. What you need? What I'm saying you cannot do that and just poison him with the seeds somehow and just tell him he ate a bunch of apples. No, I need there to be Apple in his system so that I it, I, I got to cover my tracks. <laughs> I need for when they do the autopsy, they like, well, he, he did have apple pie in his system. It's possible. It's uh, it's odd. It's one in a million, but it's he had apple, apple pie was his last meal. <laughs> I need <Yes>. that. <laughs> 26 apples. The seeds, the seeds, not the apples themselves. So, like, no worries if you eat an apple a day. The reason why you haven't died from arsenic poisoning is because it takes a large amount of the seeds in order to to have an impact on you. Twenty six to be saying. <laughs> okay. So I just bake his ass an apple pie, and kill him off. But I'm not suggesting anyone else do that. <laughs> I'm just saying, going across country with somebody that you met eight, eight months ago again, it's. It's irresponsible if you're single, but it's really irresponsible. Four kids? You took these four children from their home. From, and then think about the culture shock of moving from California to fucking Alabama for some kids that ain't never been outside of the state of California. It's some different shit there. They talking funny, mama. And I said that like a person talking funny would say it. I don't know how California people talk. <laughs> Like, I just, uh, and I get calls like that a lot where it's like people want you to feel responsible. And it's like, listen, no, <laughs> I'm not. And neither is Traveler's Aid, okay? I'm giving you an option where you could have somewhere to stay where you don't have to pay bills, where you can save up some money and get yourself back. You just want somebody to hand you the shit. And, I mean, it's, and you let me know if you find somebody willing to give you enough money for five tickets to California from fucking Alabama. Fuck out of here. And you talking about the Greyhound, like that's going to be, it, it's going to be cheaper than flying, I'm sure. But it's still going to be a lot from Alabama to, for how, and how many transfers would you have to make on a Greyhound from here to California? Like, stupid. 
Stupid. Why would you do that? She don't have no sense. She, none. I feel sorry for the kids. That you know, the only reason why I didn't hang up on her immediately was because I was like, damn, I'm four kids. But even with that, I mean, she still didn't want to do the only option that she really has. Like, I mean, the harsh truth about that situation is you can't do nothing for them kids. No, because they got a stupid mama. Yeah, that's <laughs> the reality. They're gonna go out to California and still be at the helm of her bullshit ass decisions because i'm sure this is probably the stupidest decision but like if she's willing to do this for for a man ain't no telling what else those kids have been through at the hands of her mom trying to maintain some dysfunctional ass relationships because again you moved across the country you didn't move to the next city over you didn't move to the next state over you moved across the entire fucking country for a nigga you met eight months ago and he wanted you to go to alabama like what i want to know what he said to her. like is he from here and was like i want you to come back with you know my family's there like how do you sell alabama <laughs> to a californian <laughs> how do you sell that hey baby you know <laughs> i know you like california there's no place like it i'll admit that but alabama <laughs> We got trees. It's called Alabama. The beautiful. It's green. You don't see nothing over there but cars, and buildings, and roads. But here, you get to see nature at its finest. Place. And I just think if you gave Alabama a chance, I think you'd love it. I don't even think you'd grow to love it. I think you would just love it. And I know California will always be a part of your life, a part of your heart. But if you come down here with me, I'll make Alabama your new love. I'm mad that you got the fuckboy, like, speech down pack. That's terrible. <laughs> I could be a fuckboy if I, if I wanted to. Awful. If I had blue eyes and was skinny and swole. <laughs> I got the skill set. <laughs> I just don't have the, I don't, it's not in the package it's supposed to be in. <laughs> so I got to be humble. <laughs> uh, but that shit was just, it was just. And she kept calling back. Like it's like you can call back a million times, ma'am. <laughs> See, at this point, I wouldn't even try to sell Alabama. I mean, I would try to literally sell Alabama. I'd be like, "How much do you want for this motherfucker?" I mean, come on, <laughs> I, I don't even care. Just make an offer. Make me an offer. <laughs> I, but I wouldn't be on some come to Alabama shit. I'd be like, "Listen, save me, please." Okay, <laughs> you got kids. I don't. Can you have me set up if I come out there today? Can you have me set up somewhere to stay? <laughs> Yeah, okay, shit, I'm leaving this bitch. That would make what, and I guess maybe it's because we've lived here our whole lives because we're black and it's just fucked up. I don't know. But, like, Alabama ain't never been no shit that I, I've been like, ooh, Alabama, I'm so glad to be from here and I'll never live anywhere else. Like, not ever, not never, ever in life has that, like, ever been the case. I would have gave her more props if she moved from Alabama to California. That made a little bit more sense. It's still stupid to move across the country for a nigga you don't know. But you moved from California to Alabama. <laughs> where you your education for your kids went down substantially uh the environmental factor went down substant like it's so much shit that you gave up the movie <laughs> other than just your home so last week we had a very short dialogue about you know some of the different type of uh I guess sexual sexual orientation sexual orientation and identifiers 
And I just wanted to go down the list and look up some of the stuff that... Um, I don't know what any... Well, no. Look at the, the bottom ones. I don't know what the bottom ones are. is the ones that I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. Anyway, <laughs> let's, let, let me start to try to explain some of these. All right. We got gay. Gay flag. They, all they all flags. All these groups got flags. I think we all know what gay is. We all know what gay is. Um, then we got bisexual, which is, you know, sexual attraction to both yes. genders. We have asexual. That is a person who has no sexual desire. Yes. Uh, we have gender fluid, which I got the definition saved. Um, it refers to a gender in which varies over time. A gender fluid person may at any time identify as male, female, neutral, or any other non-binary identity or some combination of identities. Um, so they just don't identify. It's like the bisexuality of gender. I don't know. Bi, bi makes it binary. It makes it one yeah. or the other. Gender fluidity means that it could be anywhere on the scale, I would say. Yeah. So I think that it means that on a range of being very feminine to very masculine, you mm -hmm. can be at any point on that depending on what you choose to do or what feels comfortable to you probably. Okay. That is gender fluid. Uh, pansexual. Is not gender based attraction it's or it's not it's whoever it's who the person is it's qualities about that person it's attracted to all wait a minute it's not it's it's not even based on like gender or any of that yeah. pansexual people that are pan identify as pan are people that it's who that person is so it doesn't matter yeah. what you are you could be male female transgender like it doesn't matter they it's, it's based on the like characteristics of the person yeah. as opposed to a gender-based um, attraction. And they may refer to themselves as gender-blind, <sighs> asserting that gender and sex are not determining factors in their romantic or sexual attraction to others. Yeah. So it don't gender don't have anything to do with it for them. Uh, we have gender-queer. I don't know what the fuck that is. All right. Gender-queer. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. I I looked it up. I didn't put it down here. Let's search gender queer. We gotta have this conversation, y'all, or we gotta at least be willing to look and see. What I got it, it. Denoting or relating to a person who does not subscribe to conventional gender distinctions but identifies with neither both or a combination of male and female genders. I don't know what I just read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, that's why you can't go to the dictionary. You gotta go to one of these little underlings. Oh, it's like a Wikipedia. It's non-binary. It's just another word for no but there's a flag for non-binary. Non also known as gender queer. Yeah. So it's the same thing. But why are there two different flags? Two different I'm pretty flags? sure that they have some small identifiers. I imagine within the groups. Um, because non-binary is after transgender, they have a, a different flag. I don't know. Gender identity is separate from sexual or romantic orientation. And non-binary people have a variety of sexual orientations, just as transgender and cisgender people do. So non-binary gender has nothing to do with who they're attracted to. It's just about how they view themselves. And how they view themselves is not under the confines of what traditional gender roles. So what then the difference in, from that and gender queer? Is that, does gender queer have something to do with sexual attraction? I don't know. I didn't even know that was a thing until just now. 
non-binary, I guess, means that they could have two or more genders. But that also sounds like, what's the other one we just went through? Gender fluidity. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to have to do some more research to see the difference between all of them. So transgender. I feel like we all know what that one is. We know what transgender is, but just to make sure, because a lot of people use transgender and transsexual interchangeably, transgender is feeling like you were not born with the psychological qualities of a male yes or a woman mm-hmm. or whatever the, the, the opposite, opposite body. yeah <clears throat> non-binary we just talked about what non-binary is with in gender queer i'm gonna have to do some, like i said i'm gonna have to do some research to see the differences intersexual intersexual is what we would traditionally call a hermaphrodite oh uh, okay but it's intersex okay because hermaphroditus is so inflammatory uh, okay. these days because people have never used it in a positive way. Yeah. They've only used it to tell jokes. They don't only use it to be negative. Yeah. So it's different now. Uh, okay. We got a bear. I know what a bear is. You'd be a bear. I would be. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I know that is because my one of my um, professors in grad school was gay and his husband was a bear and he introduced me to that term. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck that was. I didn't know that they had like distinctions within the gay community about like what the men look like and then therefore what they would be called. So like I learned bear from him. Well, they the of uh, these other ones don't have a flag, but let's get into this, okay? <laughs> Bears are chubby, hairy, masculine gay males who like beer and flannel shirts, but that's just the superficial definition. There's more to it. So it's, they, they take on these masculine qualities, being hairy and big and all of those things. Mm-hmm. That's a bear. Cubs are young bears. <laughs> what? Cubs are young bears. <laughs> Otters are slimmer and less hairy bear admirers. Oh, my God. And wolves are bears that are more aggressive and overtly masculine. <laughs> I didn't know it went that deep. It goes deep. I just knew about bear. It goes bear. deep. It goes deep. <laughs> wow. It's like the it's subcultures and subcultures. Yeah. You know? Well, and this next one is a subculture. Lipstick lesbian. Which is just the feminine lesbians. It's a feminine lesbian, but also um while it has a lot of different distinctions, it's also a lesbian that's generally attracted to film. And other lipstick lesbians. Opposed oh, really? to being attracted to studs? Yeah. Is that that's not the butch lesbian. offensive. Butch is probably more offensive than probably studs. Is. It's this dude on my Facebook who <laughs> he's a comedian and he know it ain't right, but he's saying bull dagger. Wow. That's like it's bad and it's sixty years it's old. It's old as fuck. Yeah. But the definition I read that was supposed to be in the sensitive website used the term butch. Really? Yeah, okay. so I don't really know if it's offensive. I mean, my lesbian clients, I've, the ones that I've had have been more feminine. They refer to like the women they date as studs, so I refer to them as studs because I, you know, that's what yeah. I've heard them refer to like the more masculine women as. It says that the lesbian interactions that we've seen in movies is usually lipstick lesbian. Oh, uh, okay. So because, that's the one that niggas look at and be like, ooh. Yeah, be like, ooh, <laughs> let me get in the room. Ooh. But they don't want you, bro. They don't, they want, don't you want your ass. <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all. We got straight ally. Which we, we would be, I guess. Yeah. Straight ally. 
Um, the fuck is polysexual? Polysexual. Let's see. I gotta look up this the one two over because I. <laughs> so polysexual means okay. The prefix pan means all, as in pansexuals are attracted to all genders. Pretty simple. The prefix poly means multiple, as in polysexuals are attracted to multiple genders. Though again, not necessarily all. That is to say that both pansexuality and polysexuality are under the bisexual umbrella. So polysexual are attracted to multiple genders and pansexuals are attracted to all genders. Okay. All right. That's there we go. There we go. And anybody who is a part of any of the LGBT groups that we're talking to are more than welcome to correct us. Yes. Shame us. Say whatever you need to say <laughs> for us to know that anything that we're saying is wrong. We're yeah. basically going off of information off the internet. Yeah. And I know that the little small definitions that we give don't encapsulate the full existence of somebody's sexuality. There's so many. There's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. But, you know, you know, it, it makes me, this shit ain't fake to me. Yeah. This shit ain't fake. Like, it's people across time who have had so many different ways of viewing sexuality and because of the society we live in it doesn't have a name forced to check yes or no yeah white or black straight or gay yeah but it's so many other different ways of viewing the people we interact with i'm pretty sure back in the early 1900s there was people that was asexual yeah there's a movie with um uh the guy that played um the dude in the wheelchair. He was on the show you just showed me. They were talking about him. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. The guy that played Stephen Hawking in that movie. There's a movie that he played in where he basically was the first um, transgender. He died getting the cert, trying to get the cert because it was like it was not done. But uh, I can't remember. I have to look up. It's something girl like the something something girl. I have to look up the movie and and let y'all know what it is. The dude that was in that did the um, Stephen Hawking movie, the actor, he was in a movie where he played a man who was transgender and went and had a surgery. He died, but it was about like he was married. I don't even know how I ended up watching the shit. To be honest with you, it was one of them days on Netflix where I was just like, "Oh, what's this?" <laughs> and started watching it. Damn, now I gotta look it up. Um, but yeah. Next we have, um, wait, did we do straight ally? We're on transsexual. We did straight ally. We did straight ally. Okay. We just did, um, what was the one before that? I'm not looking at the list. <laughs> we yeah. did, we just did intersex. No. No, we did. Polysexual. Polysexual. We're yeah. on transsexual now. So transsexual is so I, I I had to look up the difference between transgender and transsexual. Um, transsexual. So transgender people are people who have a uh, psychological difference of what their body is, mm-hmm. right? Transsexual are those group of people who also desire to have their sexual organs match that. Okay every transgender person does not desire to have their sexual organs match that the danish girl 
is the, what it's the called. The Danish girl is it the name of the movie. From 2015. And um, he was married... And he he attempted to undergo one of the first sex change operations after he you know accepted because like his wife would come home and he'd be like in her clothes and shit and but yeah it was in made in 2015 but it's called the Danish Girl and Eddie Redman is the guy who I couldn't think of the actor's name uh, because I don't think I've seen him in anything other than um, the Danish Girl because I didn't watch the Stephen Hawking movie The Theory of Everything so. That's literally the only time I've seen him in a movie, but yeah, it's called the Danish Girl. If you're interested, it is about the one of the first people to to try to get a um, sex change operation. But again, because it wasn't done, and a lot wasn't known about it, he ended up dying. But yeah, so okay. We have a romantic. I didn't know this was a thing, but this makes sense because. Don't be diagnosing yourself. I'm not. It's not me. (laughs) I'm not diagnosing myself with it. But asexual people are not sexually attracted, but they can be in romantic relationships that are not based on the sexual attraction. So aromantic makes sense to me because this would be somebody who has no interest in romantic relationships, which would be different from asexual people because asexual people are just not interested in sex. But they do have romantic relationships with people. They're capable of that. So I didn't know that it was a word for it. <laughs> and that it was a different thing. But aromantic, because I looked it up, is basically somebody that doesn't have romantic relationships. Okay. And romantic so feelings. This one on Google done got me into a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> we'll get to it when we get to lithosexual. What the fuck is Okay, then we got autosexual. I don't know what that is. <laughs> autosexual is having a deep love and infatuation with yourself. Like you turn yourself on literally. <laughs> what? Like you look in the mirror and be like, ooh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like you get horny from yourself. That is so weird. <laughs> that's, you know, that's just another one of them things you got to look into. All right. <laughs> okay, polyamorous. Okay, that's um, what a lot of these folks out here trying to fucking do. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people trying to pass off polyamory <laughs> for, you know, whatever they want it to be. But it's the practice of or desire for intimate relationships with more than one partner with the consent of all partners involved. Like them twins that's both pregnant by that old Yep, that's all nigga. consent. Yeah. It's been described as consensual, ethical, and responsible non-monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> A gender is a person who is without gender. How is that different from non-binary? Because non-binary can be any of the genders. Asexual said they are not male or female. Okay. So it's two opposite sides of the same spectrum. Okay. You know, in that regard. Okay, so lift sexual. What the fuck is that? Is feeling sexual attraction until it's acted upon. Okay. Oh, so like wanting to be with somebody and then you be with them and you're like, eh. And then like, uh, it's, it's over now. <laughs> yeah. I've done that. <laughs> You've done that. Dang. <laughs> the way you said it, though. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't know it had a name. That's terrible. <laughs> okay, this took me to a whole page with some stuff that ain't, ain't even on our list. So I'm going to just go down this list. 
Okay, asexual is the lack of sexual attraction to others or lower absent interest in the desire for sexual activity. Aromantic, we just went through that. Um, no romantic attraction to others. Demisexual is that. a person who does not experience sexual attraction until they form a strong emotional connection with someone. Yeah. I feel like that's like women. <laughs> <laughs> you sexist. I'm just saying. There are men that are like that, not as many... <laughs> I mean, clearly. <laughs> As women, but I mean, it's possible for a man to be demisexual, but society would have the, is the reason why. Like, let me more. get to know you better first. <laughs> That's how women be. Let me get to know wait, you. But wait. You so, don't know me. <laughs> But that's what um <laughs> he gonna kill me for this. Shogun, Shogun basically does this. Shogun is constantly having to tell bitches like, no, we don't know each other. No, you can't have my penis. <laughs> he has to do that constantly. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shogun. I'm not gonna make it about Shogun, so I ain't gonna comment. <laughs> but I think that's different. He's gonna kill me. Go ahead. Murder. <laughs> He can too. He's capable. With He's one capable hand. of it. He can kill you with one hand. <laughs> he can. Um, demi romantic is a type of gray romantic. Uh, gray. I don't know what that means? Like in a gray. Okay, area. that's another definition for gray on down the line. So what? we'll get it. Uh, who only experiences romantic attraction after developing an emotional connection beforehand? Is that not the same thing? experience romantic attraction after developing an emotional connection. It sounds like it sounds. It sounds like the exact same fucking thing. Well, no, because it's about sexual attraction with demisexual. With demi romantic is about the romantic attraction. Oh, it's this. Okay, so it's the demi version of the romantic side. Yes. Like aromantic is the the for asexual. Okay, exactly. Yes. Okay. Gray sexual is someone who experiences occasional and or mild sexual attraction. <laughs> they got a threshold on their shit. Gray romantic is someone who experiences occasional mild romantic attraction. Cupio sexual and cupio romantic. Cupio sexual is a subset of asexual. It's used to describe asexuals who still desire a sexual relationship, even, even though, though not- they never experience sexual attraction. Okay. It's like they don't know what sexual attraction feel like, but they still want. Okay. To have intercourse. <laughs> yeah. I think I feel like that's most. I feel like unless two asexual people get together, I feel like that's most asexual people. If they get with somebody that's not asexual, you just do it. So a lithosexual, also known as a okoi sexual, refers to a person who experiences sexual attraction but has their feelings fade if reciprocated. (laughs) (laughs) Fade away as soon as you be like, I love you too. That shit fade away. It does. I would be calm anyway. <laughs> lithromantic is a romantic orientation on the asexual spectrum. Somebody who is lithromantic and feel romantic attraction towards others and also enjoy being in romantic relationships, but only in theory. They do not need the affection to be reciprocated and as such do not usually feel compelled to seek out a relationship with someone they're interested in. Damn, that shit sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> shit. We got, I'm gonna have to do some research on this romantic after this. <laughs> Frey sexual and Frey romantic. Frey sexual people feel attraction only initially upon meeting or seeing someone. These feelings weaken or disappear once a bond is formed. Damn. <laughs> Shit. Okay, let's get back to the flag. We went through Christ. lesson. Trigender. I don't know what trigender is. 
Because. Uh, uh, non-binary identity in which one shifts among three genders, which can include male, female, and a non-binary gender. Someone who is also gender queer may mix two or more genders at a time. Okay. Bro, I got so much research to do on this shit. So much. The lesbian flag is so damn. <laughs> it's, it's a. It's literally tuxedo. a purple flag with an upside down black triangle on it. That's a tuxedo. It looks like a tuxedo. I, to me. It's I'm like a bow tie. It's an it does look like it's an like axe. A, but all of it together looks like a I bow tie. I can see it now, but. <laughs> I've been looking at it like it's an axe. That's all I can see now. This is a big axe in the middle of a triangle. Y'all look up the lesbian pride it looked, flag. Immediately it looked like a tuxedo to me. It just don't look like any other flag. It doesn't. But I guess that makes sense to look like a tuxedo <laughs> over an axe anyway. Scoliosexual. What the fuck is that? Maybe it's somebody that got scoliosis. <laughs> You're only sexually attracted to people with scoliosis? Yeah. That would be fucked up. That would be a, a fetish. A scoliosexual is sexually attracted to transgender or non-binary gender queer people. Oh, okay. So people yeah. that are attracted to transgenders have a title. Yeah. <laughs> okay. By gender is denoting or relating to a person whose sense of personal identity T encompasses two genders. We talked about demisexual. We talked about demisexual. Androphilia. Androphilia. Why was Ophelia in here? I don't know. Is it in something with androgyny, I would assume? Or, mm, it describes a sexual attraction to men or masculinity. Genophilia describes a sexual attraction to women or femininity. How the fuck is that different? From, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's just, I don't know. All right. Lith romantic, I'm assuming it's gonna be like lith sexual, but lith romantic. That's what we talk. Yeah. That's what I said. I got. I'm, I oh got yeah, a you're a lith. That's me. <laughs> Neutra, 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 neutra. I'm assuming it's gonna have something to do with a threesome <laughs> or three people. <laughs> it's a neutral gender. Why does it have tra? Okay, whatever. Non-binary gender identity, which is often associated with neutral or no gender, people refer their gender expression to be gender neutral or androgynous. Though this may vary from person to person. So Prince. <laughs> Androgynous. Listen, I just did this because the world that we had, we ain't going back to everybody. I'm sorry if that makes you uncomfortable. I'm sorry if you don't like all of these terms, but the reality is it ain't, it's changing and you might as well change with the times too. So, there is a wealth of information out there to find out what all of these different identifiers mean. And you can find out what they are. You should. Because this is the world we got now, okay? We have a different world. To be honest, we should have always had this world. We should have always had a world where we were comfortable enough to be on any part of the sexual or the spectrum of sexuality as we want. Or the spectrum of gender, gender identification as we want. Uh, and to be comfortable with it. So... That's all I wanted to do. Okay. Well, if you have a question you'd like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artist, and send it to us that way. So since we're talking about gay shit, <laughs> let's talk about it. Well, damn. You said it like that? <laughs> I couldn't think of another segue. <laughs> so, you know, author had the uh, same-sex marriage and here PBS... <laughs> 
wouldn't show it. <laughs> and so now My Little Pony is the next one of these cartoons to jump on the same sex coupling. Here's the thing about My Little Pony, though. My Little Pony's never really been a show that's centered around relationships. So it's strange that they're going to introduce relationships and by introducing a same sex pony relationship. <laughs> um, the couple will be introduced on the upcoming episode titled The Last Crusade and will introduce viewers to Aunt Holiday and Auntie Lofty. <laughs> a lesbian couple who takes care of characters Scootaloo. What the fuck? <laughs> the episode has already premiered in Europe and is scheduled to air here in the U.S. Um, this says Saturday. So this past Saturday when y'all are listening to this. Um, Nicole du- Dubuck the showrunner spoke with BuzzFeed and said, I think it's fantastic that we can show what what truly defines a family, that we can show what truly defines a family is love. That to me is the core of My Little Pony. The show's writer and producer, Michael Vogel, added, Nicole and I thought this was a great opportunity to organically introduce an LGBTQ couple in the series. And of course, people are fucking pissed, just like they were with Arthur. But this time, I think it's 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 to me this one is a little bit more. Arthur has relationships in it. Arthur, you know, it's it's a show that has had that. My Little Pony. That's just weird to me that this. <laughs> for me, it sounds it seemed like they just jumping on the bandwagon and, and doing it because it's in to do this now, as opposed to it being something genuine. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know much about my little pony, but the reality, like Arthur, is also different. Well, how long has my little little pony been running? I don't know. Let me see. Season nine in 2019. So what, oh, not that long. It's not as long as um Arthur. Arthur's been on for Arthur's been on since I was a kid. Yeah. Arthur is also different because it does, you know, go all the way back to when the people who complaining about it was kids yeah <laughs> um my little pony don't even go back that far my little pony is like newer but i i also think the other part of that uh is that <laughs> my little pony it it started when this shit is going on like yeah. it, it started in this world like we didn't have the world that we had back then mm-hmm. so to be honest i expect more of the anger with arthur than i do with my little pony i guess the only criticism that i kind of understand is introducing this stuff in a kid show but like i also don't agree with it because i don't agree with that backlash of introducing it in a kid mm-hmm. show because this the world we got it's your a- kid <laughs> at school got a friend with two mamas you would rather them not be able to engage with that child because of that you know this is a way to introduce that stuff because y'all motherfucking asses ain't doing it you bitches if you trying to mask your child's eyes from things that you don't agree with because you don't agree with them versus addressing it because it exists you are a fucking problem okay the reality is the shit exists. If you want to tell your kid the bullshit you believe about it, about it, do that. But make sure that they're aware of what this is. 
Um, really, I guess don't do that. Don't do that. Just shut the fuck up. Let little pony do it. <laughs> don't stop your kids from my. And you know, and if little pony don't do it, then let your friend with well, let their friend with the two mamas do it because you gonna fuck it up. You gonna you gonna fuck this child's relationships up. Like I said, my only the only thing that's weird to me about it is the fact that it wasn't really a show centered around relationship. The ponies were just they're just ponies, and you know, so it's it's adding a whole new element into the show even if it wasn't a same sex couple if it was a, a heterosexual couple it's adding that element of so couples. does pony what does pony mean is a is it's a, a pony is a pony the pony has males and females it's not like pony is a girl no pony's a small horse small ponies so yeah so you have female are there man, males in this show are there male i don't know but i think so i didn't think well i was gonna say i think that was real <laughs> cliche out i didn't seen blue horses so I is this a world in which sex don't exist or do we just assume that they fucking in the off times of the show i mean if it's males in it adults with the kids ain't thinking about that these all look like girls i know they all look like girls Princess, I, ain't, I ain't seen no oh no males. spike spike it looks like a boy it looked like a boy let me see i don't know well, enough about my little pony fluid? Fuck out of here. What if it's a girl? <laughs> what we would traditionally find as a girl. Trixie. But gender fluid. There are some boys, because snips, but it's more girls than boys. But they're well, like little. So not only is My Little Pony, it, it's little ponies, but like they're kid ponies. They're like. They're like baby ponies. <laughs> That's why they introduced the aunties <laughs> as a lesbian couple. True. It's just weird. I don't know, but it looks like they have a couple of um boy ponies. Is Rainbow Dash? All of these look like bitches. <sighs> no, Rainbow Dash is a girl. Uh, there's like maybe I've seen two boys in my Google search. They hitting all the skins. <laughs> when they get older, <laughs> I was gonna say they're babies or little kid ponies. Nah, they at least ten. How long the horses live? How long the ponies live? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> finna have these motherfuckers young forever. The show been on for like ten years. At That's this why point. I know they ten at least. <laughs> they was born. They they was the conception of them. They was grown. <laughs> uh but it's one that date back to the eighties though. See, I think there's been... It's like a reboot. Yeah. Anyway. Reboot. Which reboot. I'm going to talk about rebooted shows that I'm so fucking excited about. That's going to be my next story, but go ahead. <laughs> All right. Let me see what I want to talk about. Do y'all remember uh, Justine Diamond? You remember Justine Diamond? No. Where the fuck is Justine Diamond from? Justine, not Diamond, Demond. She is the white woman that a police officer killed. Oh, yeah. Um, the All Lives Matter people was quiet as fuck. Yeah. That's guess why happened, I don't remember her name. <laughs> guess what happened to the police officer? What? He got sentenced to 12 and a half years. Of course he did because he killed a white woman. Well, not because he killed a white woman. Cause police officers done kill white white police officers done kill white woman and been fine. Yeah, but this was an unarmed, un like. No, no, no. This police officer was brown. Yeah. You're just not protected in the same way that your white peers are protected. Anytime there is a Latino or a black or an Asian officer that do some shit, they are definitely going down. 
And if I knew what episode we talked about her was. It was a while back. Then I'll go find it and make sure I'm saying the same shit in that episode. Because <laughs> I knew this shit was going to happen. I had some reservations probably because I wanted to see if the, the blue wall is greater than the wall of racism. Nope. And it's probably just so they can say, well, look, that officer got, you know, got time. But um, the next story that I'm going to mention is that in Memphis, a man named Brandon Weber got killed. And they shot that boy 20 times. Was that the one where it was the, um, it was like, it wasn't a regular police. It was like, not state troopers. It was... Marshals, Marshals, U.S. Marshals. So it wasn't so, like the local listen, PD. This dude ain't uh, this dude ain't the most innocent. Apparently, the only reason that they were after him was because he was supposed to have been connected to a car robbery, and the car robbery he was in the car that they that he stole, that got stolen apparently. Damn. And um. I don't know if the marshals knew that when they engaged with him, but apparently he hit a police car and then he shot or pulled out a gun and he got shot 20 times. That's still excessive. It is very excessive. Jesus. Like they shoot like they shoot in the movies, you know, but the thing is where the last white person that got shot 20 times. It's just funny how restraint can be shown when it's a white person in front of them but that same restraint is not afforded when it's a black person in front of them. I'm not this is not uh, nothing I'm saying is a diagnosis of all cops. Uh, clearly, there are good cops out there. But what I will say is that as long as the good cops allow the bad cops to exist, as long as they allow the problematic cops to work, it's not my job to discern which of you two are good. I get to assume the worst case scenario if I choose. And that's what people do most of the time with the situation. But uh, I'm not going to harp on them two situations. I'm tired of talking about black folks getting killed just generally. So you can go for it. Well, what before, reboots? Before I get into the reboot, uh, it was a part about the My Little Pony that we I forgot to mention. So they <laughs> they have these two lesbians getting married on My Little Pony, but we didn't talk about bronies. <laughs> bronies. Do you know what a brony is? Mm-mm. It's adults that are obsessed uh, with My Little Pony, mostly men. <laughs> bronies. <laughs> yes. They call themselves bronies. And oh Jesus, you uh, say- <laughs> Google images is, is terrifying. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> Let me scroll down. Please don't I be no black I forgot there people. were bronies. Please don't be no black I'm people. sure there's some black bronies out there. Probably not a lot, At but there's some. At least not in Google. We safe from Google, y'all. <laughs> but they, I'm sure they out there. Yeah, bronies. Forgot to mention that. So that's another element to the. <laughs> mm, <laughs> there's, that's weird. Yeah, it is weird. That's some weird shit. <laughs> it is. Um, I forgot where I, how I came across bronies before, cause I thought it was so weird. Cause you think My Little Pony, you think of little kids, little girls, really watching it, and now you have these grown men that are obsessed with it, and they have brony conventions. It's real weird. It's it weirder and weirder. 
So reboots. There are two reboots that were announced this week that I'm so excited about. One is Boondocks is returning with Aaron Magruder because when he left, season four was the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. It was very apparent he wasn't a part of it because the whole tone of the show changed. All of that slavery shit and them being homeless. It was too much. I hated it. I fucking hated it. So <laughs> I'm so excited that it's being rebooted with him back at the helm because I, it was one of my favorite shows and it's like he was like an oracle or some shit like he would make the like uh, if you go look at some of the episodes of those first three seasons like he had an episode about r kelly <laughs> he had an episode about like really mass i mean uh feminine rappers and um gangstalicious specific like it was just so much that he he would make these episodes and then shit would happen it's like whoo <laughs> Aaron Magruder knew uh, the only sad thing is that Charlie Murphy because he passed away won't be a part of it which he was one of my favorite him and um, Samuel Jackson's characters yeah. were fucking hilarious so I wonder if they're gonna find a sound alike or if they're gonna find a way to kill him off or I hope they just kill him off I don't want him to find a sound cause it's not gonna be the same yeah, you can't sound like Charlie Murphy. And you, I mean, who sounds? say sound? what Charlie Murphy would say. <laughs> you can't. It's impossible. No. Uh, Aaron Magruder is working on uh, a, a movie called Black... Um, uh, um, drama called Black America. It's an alt-history drama that is uh, envisions a post-reparations America. Oh, shit. They're working on that. Huh. Yeah. Um. Also... MTV announced that they are going to this isn't necessarily a reboot it's a spinoff of Daria I was a huge Daria fan I have the full series on DVD Daria was my spirit animal my or my spirit person because she just was so apathetic about everything <laughs> and that was my life as a teenager <laughs> So is Daria gonna be a mama or no? So it's a spinoff about Jody, which was like one of the few black characters on the show. So the spinoff is gonna be Jody, played by Tracy Ellis Ross. So is she gonna be a mama? Jody, I don't know. It, I mean, I'm not really sure. Um, oh, Jody. Uh, do, 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 do. Jody will follow um, that character as she comes into her own and enters the workplace in her first post-college job in tech. So she's not going to be a mom. This is supposed to be like after she's like finished college. Because Daria ended with them graduating and like going to college. That was how the show ended. So Jody is going to pick up on her life afterwards. And what I liked about Daria if if you've never seen the show joe jody and mac okay her boyfriend's name was mac he was also black they were like two of the few black students at the high school and i liked daria because they talked about that subject there were episodes where jody would be having to explain to dar you know like we're we're two of the only black students at this school and so you know we have to carry the black students and make you know she felt like she had to she was a overachiever she felt like she had to because she was going to be looked at as less than her classmates um both her and mac so they tackled those this and daria was on in the 90s okay so this wasn't something that was really being talked about in a lot of shows so that was another reason why i'm such a big daria fan is because they did tackle that and 
there was an episode where Daria, because Daria, Jody was a very intelligent girl. Her and Daria were going to this school. I think it was a private school to like, you know, see if they wanted to go. And Daria got upset about, you know, Daria was always apathetic and just had an attitude about everything. And so she was kind of, you know, being her apathetic self. And she said something to Jody about how she was kind of playing into it and jody took it to the side and was like basically bitch this what i this is what my life is all the time like cry me a river <laughs> i'm constantly having to assimilate and i'm constantly having to do these things so like you can cry me a river about this don't give a fuck about your feelings basically um and so again that was one of the reasons why i loved daria because they did tackle stuff like that and they um so a whole show surrounded by jody and her parents were like they showed Jody's parents. Both of her parents were black, and both of her parents were overachieving. Like it was just a good part of that show. So when I saw that they were doing a spinoff with Jody, I was like, "Oh shit! All right," because that was one of my my favorite shows. I love Daria. I love her vapid ass sister. Who <laughs> was stupid as fuck. Well, Quinn wasn't stupid. Quinn was popular, and Quinn played stupid to stay popular. Because there are episodes that showed that she actually was pretty intelligent, but being smart wasn't cool, so Quinn wasn't finna do shit that wasn't cool. You know, I was a dumbass kid. We talked about this. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I over-exaggerate. I wasn't that stupid, but I had, like, my intelligence. I had not come into my intelligence yet. <laughs> That's how I see it. Okay. So Dario, for me, was like Frasier. I did wow. not have the knowledge to get what was happening. But the subtlety of the issues they were talking about. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not on the same level no. as Frazier because <laughs> Frazier's using like psychological terms and shit. Frazier's hilarious to me now, but like my mom watched that shit as, when I was little. I'm like, I didn't understand shit that was going on. See, Daria was just, it was talking about social issues yeah. that I didn't know anything about. I didn't know anything about any of those social issues. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a dialogue for it. And I didn't watch it enough to see the specific episodes where the black people was talking about they they circumstances. So mm -hmm. it's like, I was like, I don't get it. Is this supposed to be funny? But the humor was super dry. It was Which way too dry I for me at it. that time. <laughs> I could probably watch it now and it'd be funny. I tried to rewatch all of Frasier. I watched like four seasons. I, Frasier's funny to me now because I get it. I saw episode, but as a kid... I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Like half of it didn't make sense. Half of the words I didn't understand what they even meant or why it was supposed to be funny. But I did get Daria when I was like um a teenager. I used to love Daria. I watched Daria all the time. Um and like I said, I bought the I bought the complete series on D V D because I was such a big fan. Girl, wasn't nobody talking to you. <laughs> your your Alexa, Alexa just Doing what she want to do, Whatever. um. But yeah, so like I'm excited about that, and I'm glad that it is going to be from the perspective of Jody. Cause, I mean, they addressed the issues, but like, it was like a few episodes, which was more than anybody else was doing at that time. So I still give them props for that. But Jody and Mac were featured very like in small little bits and pieces throughout the series because you know daria was the main character and it was it was more about her life and her family than any of the other characters but um i'm glad that they decided to bring it back and and do it from joe from jody's perspective that'll be cool uh i don't know about tracy ellis ross playing her 
Jody had a very like um because she grew up around white people so she had this i don't know i don't know if i can see it i'll, I'll need to like watch an episode happen. so i'm sure daria gonna be making a bunch of guest appearances i would assume that she yeah. would have to yeah i mean i can't remember how it ended so i can't remember what daria decided to do for school so i don't know if her and jody ended up going to the same college or not i can't remember how it ended um because of the last that you saw of all of these characters were like the summer before college was supposed to start i think um but that show was amazing like it daria was me daria got a boyfriend and like in in true when you just had the worst look style you know the only boy that she was ever interested in and that could match her dry sense of humor and her inte- and her intellect had dated her best friend <laughs> jane prior to and so that was like a whole story arc of jane being upset that she was dating tom and the whole thing but i used to love daria and i have not watched that show and i know all of these characters names still so that is a testament to how much i like that show because i didn't even look i haven't even i looked at the story but i didn't look up any of the character names so i just like the show it's a good show dry humor if you don't have dry humor then you're even like now that mtv shit i only AM like daria. flux speed racer I don't like none of that shit. It was Dari was the only thing that I liked off of there. It was all weird. All the cartoons on it. Beavis and Butthead. All that shit was weird. Her dad was like bipolar. And uh, there's an episode my little brother loves because, and the only reason he likes it is because her dad is so spazzy that he gets really upset in this episode and pops blood vessels in his eyes. Now his eyes are red because it keeps freaking out. He gets so like hyped up about like the smallest things. <laughs> he was such a spaz. And her mom was like this lawyer that was busy and never home and never really there for them. Like she tried to be, but she also enjoyed her work and her dad was like not as successful as her mom. <laughs> and it was that was a running joke as well. So you like Daria, the spinoff's coming and Boondocks is coming back. Also, Rick and Morty. We're waiting for Rick and Morty. We're waiting for Rick and Morty. So. Listen, I just had Jen watch 30 minutes of this yes. game, but there's a game <laughs> made by Justin Roiland that uses all of the Rick and Morty voice voices. Yes. Silliness, humor. It's called Trover Save the Universe. Saves the Universe. And the guy who does that's playing the game sounds just like Leroy Ketchum. He do sound it's like Leroy so Ketchum. It's so weird. He's his his phrasings and like his the stuff. Cadence. His cadence. His cadence. He just sounds, sounds like, like him. It's weird. Uh so but the one that you want to go to is it's a bunch of them, but Trova says the universe by the YouTube Cartoons. channel Cartoons. Capital C lowercase R uh, capital C lowercase A, <laughs> a. and then alternate the um, capitalizations amongst the spelling, and that's the one. And it, it, go cartoons to. with a Z, not an S. Because he got the best commentary. He got funny commentary. This shit is on. hilarious. Like, cause it the game itself isn't funny. I don't think like on its own, but his commentary added in with the game and the, what the game says, it makes it funny. Like the two of them together is a good combo. So if you've been waiting on Rick and Morty for some time, 
check this game out. It's it's interesting. <laughs> um, a what? Is, I mean, I was trying to think of another reboot that was coming out. Somebody said a reboot. A reboot was coming out, and somebody said they didn't. They didn't like it. I, don't know. I can't remember what it was. These are all ones I've seen, or that well, I care we about. The, we in the time frame of the reboot. Yeah, they rebooting everything because people don't. Oh, somebody said that they didn't like the Lion King it was going to be rebooted. Not rebooted, but it's reimagined into a real life. Look, let me just say this for all of these motherfuckers, because one of the things that people had an issue about was when they released what Scar looks like. What you have got to understand is that lions actual fucking lions don't have black manes okay scar was a a disney imagination version of a fucking lion when they do it using real looking animals they not gonna have no fucking and they were like he looks thin and scar was a lot smaller than mufasa on the cartoon version like to me scar looks like what the real life version of scar would actually fucking look like but people were like he looks scraggly and his beard or his mane ain't black he supposed to be a real lion what he, what real lion have you ever seen with a black ass mane <laughs> the fuck out of here i'm excited about the reboot or the real live imagining i think i liked um jungle book when they did it and john favreau was doing that same thing again I like it. John Favreau is Lucky from Avengers. Lucky. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, him. yeah, yeah. So he did Jungle Book and he's doing this movie. And I'm glad he got Childish Gambino. Nala gonna sound real different though. Yeah. <laughs> Being Beyonce. Yeah, she is gonna She's gonna have to turn that uh that deepness. She has a very she gotta deep turn off that, uh, voice. Texas, Alabama louisiana shit off she is but i just i don't you know i don't get why people now i aladdin didn't look that good to me and and will smith as a genie looked weird okay so that one i was like eh. but when i saw lion king did you see simba look cute cub ass people are loving aladdin though yeah they said aladdin was essentially the same movie Except Will Smith made his own genie and it worked out. Okay. Clearly, there are people who ain't gonna. I mean, there's a lot of Robin Williams loyalists out there that yeah. just ain't gonna fuck with it just because that was one of his most loved yeah. performances and he's no longer with us. So they said that it was good too. But I like reimaginings and shit, even I if they don't turn out positive. I like I like hearing seeing other people's same shit. Like you, I like covers of songs. Like yeah. I like when people cover. The covers of songs are sometimes. I like better than the original song. There See, are songs. That's what fucked me up with these singing shows. <laughs> because I've been introduced to a good ass song because somebody sang it with their own way of imagining it. And you go it. listen to it, it's and not the like, same. This shit ain't popping. So this I, shit don't hit like the one on the singing show. So they're there, trying to get rich. <laughs> <laughs> there's a song called Skinny Love. And I watched a cover of it on. Come on Skinny Love. Yes. That's Birdie. Birdie, but Birdie, did you know that Birdie is a cover? The original song is an upbeat, fast song by shit. What is it? It's a popular um band. Really? Yeah. And it does not sound. <laughs> it does not sound the same. Uh, Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Yeah, you ain't never heard of Bon Iver. No. That is. I have. Yeah. I've seen it. And then I'm typing it. Yeah. It's a upbeat. 
it's n- it's nothing like Birdie's version. It is nothing. And so I saw that cover. I saw Birdie do her. She performed on Britain's. I think. It, one of them shows she performed i was like oh and then when i looked i was like bon ivor i'm thinking he took her song she took his song though and it's upbeat and it just it's not the same as birdie's birdie that song sounds so much better slowed down than this like upbeat like club mix shit (laughs) and that's the original song was so crazy but birdie heard that and like envisioned it slowed down and if you've not heard skinny love by birdie fucking amazing song that and i there's some other songs by her that i like i like her voice and she was like 16 when she wrote that shit like <laughs> when she made that song and took bon Iver's song i like the song but i don't like the implications what ain't no fat love <laughs> i mean damn <laughs> It's not a good thing to have a skinny love. Skinny love, like there's not a I love. Know. Please last a year. <laughs> skinny shit, like more health issues. I guess. I mean, I guess extreme skinny. You know what I'm saying? Fat love will be happy love. The song is about a sad love, so that's why it's skinny love. The beginning says, "Come on, skinny love, you just last what? a year." I I just told myself this in the car yesterday. Okay. When I listen to songs, I fall in love with the melody so much. I don't even know what the hell the songs are saying. Jesus. I don't even know what the song talking about. It's about. I just been waiting till she get to the my 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 part. <laughs> See, that's what happened when I be I be singing along with shit, and I be like, uh, another song. The song I was listening to though was a song called uh, "Free" by her, mm-hmm. and it's basically a song about they both decided to break up, but they kind of still in a little. Uh, Situationship, a situationship, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Damn, I wish I wanted moments like these. I wish I never said I wanted to be free." Yeah, and I'm like, "God damn, this is a fucked up situation. Why the melody can't be for a more positive song? <laughs> like I can't play this shit at the house when people over. No, you can't. They gonna be like this shit. Cut that shit off, nigga. Get some happy <laughs> shit on. That depressing ass shit." Skinny love is about uh, two people falling out of love. Like it's the very first line is "Come on, skinny love, just last a year," because they're falling out of love. Like, and it hasn't even been that much time. So, it being a skinny love is a bad thing. It's not. It's not a full love. It's you know, and so that's what the song is about. I cannot believe that you did not know what that song was about, but you like the damn song. This song could be talking about murdering puppies. If it got a good ass melody, I'll be like, "Oh damn!" I'd be like, "Oh shit!" They talking about murdering puppies. You just Three wait years later for the my 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 part. <laughs> Look, I don't give a fuck what. Look, if but the people, melody sound good. I'm my good. friend, oh, what was that John Legend song she used for her wedding? It was not a happy song. Like I knew because I listen to lyrics, so melodies don't get me. I listen to lyrics to songs. And so when she first, when we went to the rehearsal and they played that song, I was like, what the fuck are these? <laughs> like, this sad ass song. Like, but it's because the chorus was okay. Like, the chorus didn't sound sad. Don't goddamn verses, though. I was like, this is not a romantic <laughs> wedding song, but okay, girl. I listen to lyrics. I'm a lyric person. I like stories. I like when um, one of my favorite Anderson Pop songs is. Um, milk and honey because it tells this whole story of him meeting this girl and she like caking out on him she got all of this money and giving him cars and he he's just started living this lifestyle and started doing drugs and cheating on her with other bitches in her car 
and he get pulled over and it's a bunch of drugs in the car and he get locked up and she basically like no that you take the rap for that shit my nigga don't but that's why i fuck with me. Uh, andre 3000 album <laughs> yeah and then lauren hill album like they are progressing albums yeah it start off with them a certain type of way and then it progressed to mm-hmm. something i like different that towards yeah. the end. i, I love story like i like songs for stories when they can tell a good story because telling an entire fucking story in like four minutes is hard <laughs> and it'd be catchy and it'd be something like milk and honey is not that long of a song but it's three verses and, and every verse like you get more invested in the story he meet the girl he cheating on the girl and then you find out she basically was setting his ass up the whole time <laughs> like it's an amazing song milk and honey milk and honey by anderson pocket we've never heard that song but yeah covers i like some covers better than there's a cover of um uh um what is Gwyneth Paltrow ex-husband's band name? <laughs> Damn. You went to so many different I know. shits that I need to know to get to him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Gwyneth Paltrow looked like right away. Chris. Um, I don't know what band he played in. Uh, husbands. There's a song. Again, it was one of those things where I heard the cover first. And then when I listened to the real song, I was like, ooh. I don't like this. <laughs> the cover's better. And I think I downloaded the cover instead of buying the Coldplay. It's a Coldplay song. Oh, okay. <laughs> the scientist? Not the scientist. Not Oh, Yellow. Fix You. I don't like that their version of Fix You. Okay. There is like this um these two white men, I can't remember the name their names, but they do an amazing I don't know, Chris, uh whatever his name, I can't think of his last name. His voice on that song and the way he sings it, I just didn't like it. But I love "Fix You" by this this cover. So my favorite song by Coldplay is called "Trouble." I don't know if I've heard "Trouble." I like "Yellow." It was I like "Yellow" too. Yellow. But the song "Trouble," that's my shit. Coldplay is cool. They have, and like I said, I like some of their songs. But "Fix You," their version of "Fix You" just wasn't. It's not my favorite. There's a better covers of it. All right. So oh, last month. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, because I can't think of her. Um, I can't think of her name. Who name do you know? I mean, they come to me like after them. <laughs> well, if it pop up, it's in your a head, British singer. Um, just break into it. I am. You know, I'm just gonna spit when it comes to me. Adele. It's not. A, I would have remembered Adele. It's a. It's, she's not as well known. She has a song. Um. What is the evergreen? I feel like you're talking about somebody I know. And her name, it's it's her actual name, but Yeba. Yeba. Abby. Abby backwards. Yeba. Yeba has her and a guy that was on, um, I think, American Idol, did a version of, um, oh, what is that song? Gravity by, um, who sings Gravity? Gravity. Working oh, uh, John Mayer. John Mayer. They did a cover of Gravity. Them white people. Listen, beautiful cover of, of Gravity. Jesus. It's on. I can't remember his name, but it's Yeba. If you just look up Yeba Gravity. Oh, my God. Great bird. Like, they did a beautiful cover. I like covers. And I like them singing song shows. Yeah. And she's be bringing tears to my I eyes. I fucking watched the autistic i don't know why i watch that shit again and every time i watch it it breaks me cry <laughs> what's it his hurt. name 
Some Cody Lee. Cody Lee. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Every time I watch that shit, it tears me up. There's a couple more good performances my on there this God. season. I don't know why they put Gabrielle Union in there though. There I was like her a smile, but she need to go somewhere else. There was another uh, golden buzzer one with somebody that had some issues. It's a little boy, a violinist. Yes. Yep. That one got me too. I was like, God damn, this Didn't get fucking me. shit. That violinist. You got to sing to get me. But, oh, it's one. it was one who did a magic trick on like a couple of seasons ago. Mm-hmm. He got the fuck out of me. Is that the one his daughter was sick? Yes. Yeah. That yeah. shit got me, boy. I was watching that shit through water. <laughs> I saw that one. Yeah, his daughter got sick and like they didn't know if she was gonna make it, and like the whole trick was around that shit, and like he was like, "This is what real magic is." Like, man, please. I'm like, shit. This shit ain't it. I just do nothing but make you feel shit, just like <laughs> this is us. Which is why I don't watch that goddamn show. Yeah, this is us is good. I don't watch that show. You I started watching. I started watching it, and I was like, nope. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit up in my house crying every week with y'all niggas. No, that I'm shit not is doing good. it. <laughs> it's like it got the right amount of family drama to family solution to make me feel good watching it as a counselor. Queen Sugar got too much <laughs> drama and no solutions. I watched like five episodes of that shit and was like. Am I just supposed to hurt the whole time? <laughs> but with This Is Us, there's charm, there's, oh, that's a good thing. And then there's, oh, no. And then, there, you know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. So it's, it worked for me. I like mm -mm. this shit. Mm -mm. Okay, so last month, all the kids done graduated. All the kids done graduated. And one and valedictorians around the country, they they've been on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Every year we got some people to get scholarships to everywhere. Well, one valedictorian, her school merged with a black or uh, white school is a black woman white school, and they altered her points. Yep, so that she to match her yeah. with the white guy, so they both be valedictorian, but it fucked up her scholarship. Yep. Then we had another one who. Uh, uh, the valedictorian of Ruha Hagha. What the fuck? <laughs> no, that's her name. <laughs> Dallas High School valedictorian Ruha Hagha. Okay. Ended abruptly as she began to list the names of black teens who were shot oh, by police. Oh, they cut that mic off. Cut I the saw mic on her ass, boy. <laughs> like, but then we got another one who <laughs> started roasting the, the school staff. <laughs> <laughs> She said, to my counselor, thank you for letting me fend for myself. You are always unavailable. <laughs> she said, you expressed to me your joy in having one of your students be valedictorian when you had absolutely no role in my achievements. Wow. <laughs> Roasted. Y'all need to watch this because I don't even got all the quotes in here. Damn. She accused one teacher of showing up drunk. She said, to the teacher that was regularly intoxicated during class this year, thank you for using yourself to teach these students about the dangers of alcoholism. <laughs> She sarcastically praised the main office staff for teaching her to be resourceful over apparent incompetence. Your negligence to inform me of several scholarships until the day before they were due potentially caused me to miss out on thousands of dollars, she said. <laughs> when applying for a work permit, you repeatedly turned me away, despite confirming with my employer and my parents that all of my paperwork was filled out correctly. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one to know. And then the school, you know, they come out and be like, it's unfortunate that the words of a student like this are taken away from the positive. 
Nigga, y'all the ones let a drunk teacher come to school. <laughs> and who did that? The damn counselor wasn't helping nobody, but then you want to be telling everybody one of my students is valid. But you know what's one of them things? What Drake said it in the song. Type of money everybody say they know you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like when you make a certain level of achievements, it'd be like, you know, people be like, I used to go to school with him. Okay, for one semester, maybe. <laughs> but you trying to make it seem like, yeah, I, I brushed up with him. We had a uh, Art on the Rocks was Friday. Oh, the, fir- the is first is that the first one? one? Yeah, and I walked past Roy Jones. You went no, to Roy it? Woods Jr. You, yeah. Why you ain't saying no matter? It was a last minute <laughs> uh, woo thing. Oh, okay, I usually go. She got us tickets. Oh, okay, I we, usually go to the last one. I could like I didn't know we had a me- we had I had a meeting with them mm-hmm. at seven. And I didn't know until about four that we was going. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I should have called somebody for my plus one, but we didn't even get there until nine thirty. Oh shit! No. Yeah. So, Art on the Rocks is pop. Like, you be out in line if you get there late. But I passed by Roy Woods Jr. You know who that is, yeah. right? And he opened the door for me. He opened the door for me. I walked in and it was him. I looked at him, and just kept going. All right, brother, and kept going. I told myself that if I run into a celebrity, I'm just gonna treat him like a regular ass motherfucker. And that's what you did. Yeah, that's like, I'm not. I ain't fanboying. I ain't nothing. I'm just gonna. I mean, I ain't big enough of a fan to be like, oh shit, you were. I was like, but he had a drink in his hand that's and he was so just trying to go outside. Yeah. So I was like, one, I ain't gonna interrupt somebody trying to be regular. Yeah. Everybody else can do it. I ain't gonna do it. But then I was like. Like, I'm gonna treat them regular as hell. <laughs> appreciate you, man. <laughs> Not appreciate you, Mr. Junior, sir. Hell no. <laughs> Lord. Um, yeah, you, another Drake lyric. Uh, if, if you didn't get to be a part of it, at least you got to witness, bitches. I'm telling you, like, she out there, like, listen, y'all. Y'all can say you we had a I knew the valedictorian, <laughs> but what did you know about her though? Do you know anything about her? I like her. Yeah, she ain't come she ain't come to fuck with She ain't come to fuck with this. Shit. Her mama was like, I appreciate her boldness. Yes. She probably got it from your She ass. probably got it from her. That sounds like some shit I, my kid would do. And then I have to be like, damn. God damn it. I wasn't smart enough to get to this position. <laughs> but if I had. See. If I had fucked around and come to my intelligence early enough, I still wouldn't have did no shit like that. <laughs> not confrontational. Yeah, I wouldn't have in high school because my personality was a lot more subdued. So I wouldn't have did that in high school. Like, I wouldn't have made a speech like that, even though it would have been shit I was thinking. <laughs> it wouldn't have been nothing I would have said. Um, now, I would totally probably do something. Because <laughs> what you going to do? I didn't graduate now. Fuck y'all. <laughs> going to take my diploma back? Yeah, I wouldn't care. Do the valedictorian and the what is salutatorian? Salutatorian. Do they both speak it, edit, or just the valedictorian? valedictorian. Salutatorian, just number two. First loser, <laughs> <laughs> but still smarter than all the rest of us. <laughs> I like the fortieth loser. Damn, vision. number one. <laughs> Don't nobody remember number two. So this was a week of, of fuck boys being fuck boyish about their exes. Um. First, we had Chris Brown. <laughs> Chris Brown, he said somebody, uh, he said somebody t- uh, ha- hacked into his shit. I don't know how true it is. There was a, so Karuchi is dating, um, what is his name? Victor Cruz. 
And Victor Cruz posted a picture of him and Karuchi. And Chris Brown commented under it and said, nothing bad or major. Upgrade him, sis. I'll, I'll take him around to style him. Not hate, just need to spit some game spirit. Peace, and lo- peace love, and joy. Just please upgrade your man, boo. <laughs> so, of course, people was like, nigga, what? After how badly you treat... This girl was sitting at home watching the game and watching you own the game with fucking Rihanna. You left her to go to a, a, I can't remember who was playing. And you owned the TV with her when you told her you was just stepping out. Like, the fuck? Now you want to be upset about her and her nigga? Bye, Chris. Okay? Goodbye. Let that girl live her best life. And if, if he ain't dressing good, who cares? She obviously don't give a fuck. And you don't dress the best. You got that pyramid clothing line and it's not well, He's that an great. athlete. Victor Cruz, yeah. Oh, play for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Well, it looked like he played with the Giants. I also see a Bears uniform. I don't know. I know he's an athlete. I don't know nothing about his uh, <laughs> his career. Then you also had Cassie. Cassie left Diddy. Diddy never married it. Like she was with Diddy forever, and it just never went anywhere. She got rid of him. She got with this white man named Alex Fine, and Alex is fine. He's a cute white boy, and they're expecting a baby. Her and Alex. She was with Diddy for years and had no baby. So then Diddy, of course, had to post a picture. And I don't know if he did this because I'm sure people was in his DMs and shit saying, Cassidy moved on, got her baby on the way. So he comments, he takes the picture that they posted to announce their baby and said, congratulations, Cassie and Alex. I wish you all nothing but ha- love and happiness. God bless and love, Diddy. What makes people think that's this? It's not this, but it's like if I see my ex doing some shit, I'm not gonna comment under. Especially if he doing some shit with the next bitch. I don't care. I'm not finna comment under that shit. Like if I see it, cool. If he really truly wanted to just say congrats, he know how to reach her and could have reached out to her. It just seemed like he doing that to get people off of his back. Like it seemed disingenuous to me. <laughs> it's just like nigga, bye. You, know, you didn't man. have to congratulate her. But it doesn't matter. You keep, but why? It depends on how their relationship ended. Didn't seem like it ended good. <laughs> I mean, but we, it wasn't no drama. We well, didn't hear no drama. We ain't seen no drama. Cassie ain't that kind of girl. They like might have loved cordially. Maybe but he did that kind of nigga, right? If she well, had did private. so, yeah, we he ain't. No, real. we wouldn't know. So I, I would assume this mean that they left on cordial enough time. I think that people kept getting into his inbox saying like, "Oh, she pregnant." Because I just feel like that's something people would do because everybody feels like Diddy didn't treat her well. And I just feel like this was a way of him, like, I'm happy for her. See? <laughs> stop inboxing me. It ain't, it ain't going to stop him, though. Like, it isn't going to stop. actions would change anything. Well, but he did it. But that's what I'm saying. That means he don't have to post this to appease them. I think he Shit still gonna did. Shit going to happen anyway. <laughs> He's still getting the same amount of inboxes he had. Plus some now. <laughs> yeah, because now people are like, that yeah, was Now people legit. fighting. Now people... On his his supporters on his status or, or and comment section are now fighting the people that's talking shit. Yeah. So now there's twice as many comments. True. <laughs> so just shut the fuck up or just give you what you got. Just shutting the fuck up is free. It don't cost nothing to just be quiet. <laughs> Shouldn't have said nothing. What does Cassie even do now? She models. 
um i've seen her like in ads for shit i don't i think that's it oh wait no when she made the announcement of the baby she put out a song as well i think let me tell you something i ain't never been no fan of cassie i hated that me and you song her voice is terrible to me i just never saw it for her okay as an artist i just did it she was pretty which is how she ended up with Diddy. It was not because she was talented. I didn't even listen to the goddamn song when I saw it. I was like, oh, Cassie, no, don't care. Don't care. She can't sing to me, to me. So apparently she's still doing the music thing because after this announcement, I forgot the name of the song. Don't make me lie because I just didn't give a shit enough. Um, mm. But she has released some new music since announcing. And apparently she's pretty far along because they know they're having a little girl. And you, it takes a little while before you find out the gender. So they've been keeping this under wraps for a little bit, at least what, three months, maybe. I don't know. I ain't never had no baby. I don't know how long it takes for them to know what what gender it is. But they're having a little girl. But it was just famous or not. Like when you my ex, like even the exes that I'm cool, with, I don't. I'm not finna be on your social media posting shit like. <laughs> I just don't give a fuck enough. Like, and if I want to congratulate you on something, I'm gonna reach out to you. I'm not gonna do it through social media. If we if we're still cordial, I'm gonna just tell you. The fuck I need to post a picture of you and her on my page for saying congratulations. <laughs> the fuck? No. Send you a text message and be like, see you having a baby. Congrats, nigga. <laughs> like, but I'm not gonna make a social media post. And I definitely wouldn't if I, I feel like I, I would definitely not do it if I was famous. Because it's going to get so much more attention and it's going to, you know, people going to have so much more shit to say about it. So, I don't know, but Diddy and Chris Brown's doing a lot this week. <laughs> yeah. Chris said he was hacked. Let me just say that. He said it wasn't him. He would say that anyway. He would. <laughs> Laylene Polanco, 27 years old, was found unresponsive in a jail cell and died an hour later after efforts to revive her. She was allegedly arrested for drugs and charged with assaulting a cab driver in Harlem. A cause of yet has a cause of death has yet to be determined. Oh. Uh, there are some odd things about this case. Um, Laylene is a trans woman, okay. and she was in Rikers. Rikers in New York. Mm-hmm. Rikers Island, New York. She was in Rikers. What the fuck? And there's some several issues that rose from this because. For all intents and purposes, it looks just like a woman. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I saw the picture. The, uh, like, if that if so, if I was on Tinder and I had <laughs> nothing else but that picture, it might be a right swipe. Okay. That's just how well it's done. Yes. However, I have a one picture policy. <laughs> one pictures are automatic left. I do not swipe right on one pictures. <laughs> When I tap that screen, if multiple pictures don't pop up on you, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, gone. Yeah, out of here. Because, you know, if you got multiple pictures of a person, you know, that may not be what you're looking for, you can see. Whether that's, you know, if it's sometimes a woman have a really good one picture, and then the next picture be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Dudes, too. What people happened? in general. Like, sometimes I've seen people that, like, dudes that have a hat on in the first picture. And I'm like, woo. And then like, you see it without the hat. You're like, woo. You know, they say put your best foot forward <laughs> on dating sites. Put your best picture forward, okay? Yeah. All of them. But not so many that you trick a person into seeing only your best pictures. And then they see you a person and they don't even know it's you. Like Exactly. Like, oh, you ain't who I'm waiting on. 
You are not. Just no. No, I'm leaving. I've been bamboozled. <laughs> and it's, you know, the question is raised, how did, why was she sentenced to Rikers? So here's the, here's the way, because I've had, um, we've, I've had so many trainings on transgender issues and blah, blah, blah. If you have not had bottom surgery and you get arrested, whatever your birth gender was is where you're gonna go now some places if they feel like you're gonna be in danger which she definitely would have been one of these cases they'll put you in protective custody while you're there but if you haven't had bottom surgery they're not gonna send a trans woman with a penis to a women's prison now there are a lot of people that disagree with that because of instances like this kind of shit where okay yes there's a penis down there but for all intents and purposes this looks like a woman there are niggas in prison that rape niggas that look like niggas what do you think is gonna happen to her she go in there looking like a woman what's gonna happen to her like and, and then rikers are, island is one of the worst prisons in america and for any of you who may have the instinct to say something like well, she'll like that, right? Oh she got God. access to men. Oh my God. Being transgender does not mean that the trans person is gay, okay? And even or if straight. They are, it don't mean anything regarding sexuality. Even if they are being raped, at, that's like saying, <laughs> because I'm a woman, if I go somewhere where I'm completely surrounded by, she'll like that. No, the fuck I won't. What do you mean? That is a completely separate thing. Her being transgender, even if she was interested in men, going to jail and being raped and forced to do shit you don't want to do, that ain't nobody's dream, okay? Nobody's like, ooh, let me go to prison. That's going to be fun. Like, the fuck? That's not the case. And obviously, something happened to her where she lost her life, which is, again, why ain't no transgender person trying to go to no fucking prison where they are going to be amongst people like th in a situation like this. The fuck? They, sh Rikers is wrong as fuck for that. Again, like, I get if the rule is that if you still got a penis, you got to go with a mango. They have protective custody. They have protective custody for some of the... um homosexual inmates because they can be victimized sometimes and so they had a, they have they have places where she could have gone to be separated especially looking like that she is a beautiful you would not walking down the street she gonna turn heads and there's gonna be a lot of niggas that don't know <laughs> that would be upset if they knew so like that was a bad idea that was a horrible terrible awful and rikers is one of the hardest like it's one of the roughest prisons you can go to just anyway okay it's a lot of shit that happens on rikers island yeah my god that is awful bad and i mean i don't i don't know what the solution is because you know, I can understand how maybe for for the like women in a women's prison for some like she looks very feminine, but like for the guy who the guy the transgender person from the GameStop video, remember him? Her mm -hmm. that person going into a women's prison. The women in the women's prison might be uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like 
might be a, so i get why there's an issue of where do we put them um but and, and until it's figured out you general population is definitely not the answer because what the fuck like you knew they knew what was gonna happen especially looking like that around men that ain't some of these niggas ain't getting out for whoever maybe and you hand deliver her stupid it's Jesus ridiculous. it is Hey, I don't know what we was talking about. We had a little intermission. <laughs> I think it was kind of talking about the Cassie situation, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You talking about you ain't like Cassie singing and she had a song. Yeah, she has the, the new song and I didn't listen yada, to it. Yada, baba, Yes. So we can move on. <laughs> we can move on. Um, let's see. Teacher fired after telling elementary school student, you're lucky I'm not making you pick cotton. <laughs> Again, here we go back to the things that would get red locked the fuck up. This is just like the my you don't sell my kid and you also don't threaten to make my kid pick no goddamn cotton. Why is this something that people have to be told? What is that to even say? <laughs> At an elementary school of all places. What the fuck shit is that? I you lucky I ain't making you pick cotton. <laughs> again it's like i gotta come up to the school and show my like this is not my fault this is your fault like what else did you expect me as a parent to do after you threatened to make my child pick some fucking cotton becky you know the most preposterous part of it is that she actually thought that she might be a wealthy white person back then (laughs) (laughs) your redneck ass shut the fuck up you was gonna be beside me picking cotton <laughs> Wishing you was goddamn in the house with them getting African. Why are we out here with you coons? <laughs> why are we out here? Like, that's going to be the problem. Like, I'd have been like, ma'am, are you wealthy now? You ain't wealthy. You're a fucking teacher. <laughs> make you think you would have been in a position to afford slaves. Your ass would have been telling nobody to do shit. Where was this at? Oregon. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Of course, Oregon. Mm-hmm. The girl's name is Jasmine. It's black people in Oregon. Yeah, and I mean, clearly, she ain't tell a white person. You feel? I mean, I know that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised. The mama name is Sarita. Oh shit! It's real black people. Yeah, in niggas. <laughs> some niggas in Oregon. <laughs> they niggas. Sarita. Yeah, some niggas. Sarita. It's S-R-E-E-T-A. Sarita. I'm, I'm pretty sure she'll fuck you up if you say Sarita. And look, yeah, probably so. She put them hands on your ass. She probably got a razor blade on her tongue for you. <laughs> for niggas like you. Can't say her name right. <laughs> oh, this bitch want to play with my name. <laughs> that's how. That's all they, they say. Everything that anybody do unintentionally, it's always on purpose. Yes. Oh, this bitch want to play with my name. Okay. Last story I have, because we're still doing the questions, right? Yeah. Last story I have is I don't really give a fuck about the city girls. Okay. I don't know none of their music. Don't care. But... What I do know of them is ratchet as fuck. Okay, JT has been locked up very much <laughs> since they became popular. And now Young Miami is pregnant as fuck. Here's my problem. People, there were videos going around of her very obvious pregnant belly. Like when you're, <laughs> pregnant women have like that really 
poked out belly button and there are people with Audis but like pregnant women it goes above and beyond so there was this video going around of her obviously pregnant she makes a video denying being pregnant and saying that people need to uh stop talking about her her shape and then like two days later this bitch posts a video of her crying telling the nigga she pregnant about it she pregnant ma'am <laughs> what was the point of you even denying that maybe she didn't know she did know how you ain't no she knew <laughs> she knew maybe she been drinking a lot of beers belly well, started to poke here, she started to get that old gucci main belly and here and so that brings us into the next part of this story that annoys me ever since she has come out about she's been pregnant i guess this whole way of trying to show people that pregnancy ain't gonna stop me from being my best ratchet self she been fucking crowd diving <laughs> <laughs> since she found out she was pregnant which is dangerous as fuck she been on the floor twerking like it's just been like bitch okay you still can do your music and be pregnant you ain't got to do all of this shit to show us that it's unnecessary it's a little much <laughs> it's a little much i just you know and here's the thing yes i know for anybody listening that's gonna say well cardi b got pregnant and she's still cardi b was it was just her she's her own business city girls is two bitches one of whom was already locked up y'all already got that shit against you now you pregnant <laughs> y'all ain't trying to win and yes women can do you know be pregnant and do other stuff but it's a lot harder i think the city girls are winning how are they winning because they this is the um ratchetitorian <laughs> and the ratchetitorian <laughs> of of hood rat chicks they because they figured out how to become na household names we sit here talking about the city girls and they in jail and they pregnant but we ain't talking about sarita <laughs> at home who mama just told her that who, who teacher just told her daughter to pick she'll be picking cotton out here she at home wishing she had some city girl problems I mean, I guess I just, I'm just I, saying like, I, it ain't that many household female rapper names and the city girls done twerk their ass into that, that role. I want to see how long it's going to last. I want to see if it's going it to be like, last long. It, it never lasts long for women. <laughs> well, Cardi it's B like, still out here. People still Cardi like B, Cardi B has a lot of personality. She got, and she got a shit ton more personality than Nicki Minaj. Yeah, but but the reality girls, is there's always somebody there's always a woman that's gonna be in the spotlight and Nicki Minaj is in the spotlight and I don't think Cardi B gonna take Nicki Minaj spotlight but like both of them gonna be out here the city girls they they doing their thing right now carving out like it ain't gonna be as many women female rappers as it is male rappers at any point in time of course not but so they out here they I just don't know how long it's gonna last I don't even I, know how it happened I don't either I, I really I to be fucking I, honest I went from not knowing shit about city girls. To everybody know the city girls. I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, and now we talking shit about their troubles. That's, yes, that's where you want to be as a you celebrity. You know they got a documentary too. I'm like, well, who the fuck are they to have a documentary? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Something about I guess it's about when JT went to prison or jail, wherever she's at. It's about that. I don't. I, whatever. Listen, I'm just ready for the time of my life when people just looking for. Sh ways to talk shit about me i'm ready for it <laughs> my brother is acting he gonna get famous i'm gonna go out there to be his charlie murphy he gonna get rich he gonna open up a studio i'm gonna do some shit with him and i'm gonna live the life off his <laughs> coattails i'm okay with that and i'm just gonna be waiting for motherfuckers to see me lose weight and say uh miss don't point got cancer <laughs> i'm here baby i'm here baby <laughs> 
<laughs> we here, baby. <laughs> this is where I want to be. Uh, speaking of Nicki Minaj, also she released the T. I don't know what the fuck. Something about Voltron. I don't know if it's the name of her new album. Megatron, excuse me, Megatron. I guess it's a single. Okay, so she got some new music coming. People been like making um, missing person signs because she kind of just disappeared for a while. I don't know. I mean, if I if I become Charlie Murphy, but fuck around and get on top, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck no more. <laughs> I just want enough money to do what I gotta do. Okay. I just want enough money to do what I gotta do. But Nikki, you because you don't. I I think that Nikki very much still wants to be in the spotlight, and I think that you know this her being gone and coming back, everybody's gonna be waiting with bated breath to see what it is and what it sounds like and what her new you know era is gonna be. And so for her, it was smart. Yeah. Oh my God. The Barbie, the Chun Lee, the Megatron. I mean, oh my God. I'm just, I'm not a fan of her. I'm just, hip hop in and of itself is not my favorite genre of music. Female hip hop is like the shit the city girls rap about. I don't give a fuck about that. And yes, I know it's like the female version of the shit niggas say. I don't think, I don't like the shit the niggas say. I don't need a bitch saying that on a song for me so I can feel like, ooh, I'm saying the same shit the niggas say. I don't care about that shit. What the fuck? So I don't even listen to none of this shit. So I don't care about Nikki. You know, I didn't care that she was gone. I don't give a fuck that she's back. I don't really give a shit that young Miami is pregnant and crowd surfing. I think it's irresponsible as fuck as a pregnant woman, but what you do you? You know, I'm glad they didn't drop you. <laughs> so that's always a possibility with crowd surfing. Niggas can not catch you. Or somebody like, oh, that bitch heavy and just let her go. You don't know. But yeah. Ain't no telling. <laughs> I ain't hating. I don't give a shit enough to hate. They here. But we're going to continue the pattern of asking questions. All right. Um, if you could ask your pet three questions, what would they be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for Kingston, why are you such a jerk? <laughs> like, he is very, I, I didn't want to admit it, he's very cat-like. He is. And I would just like to know what the fuck is your problem. <laughs> for Remy... I don't know what I would ask Remy. Like, why you can't sit the fuck down? <laughs> You're so hyper all the time. Um, do you, I want to know if they have dreams and what their dreams are about. I just like to know what a dog dreams about. Um, and I'd like to know what they really think of me. Like, <laughs> I just like to know. I feel like Kingston would be some smart ass shit, and I feel like Remy would be like, "You're the best thing ever. I love you." <laughs> But Kingston would be like, you'll do. I mean. You all right. You know. I don't know why you be tripping when you see dogs <laughs> off their leash and shit. <laughs> they be trying to holler at me, goddamn, And you be trying to, you be getting mad. Like, what the fuck wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Remy going to be like, I mean, you know, I like trying new shit. But you always be trying to pull shit out my mouth when I'm trying new flavors and shit. Hell. Tripping and shit. Try to keep you alive, little nigga. Man, nigga, sometimes I be trying to die. You know what I'm saying? When I don't kill you, make you stronger. You feel me? So I feel like I'm going to get stronger from this shit if I survive it. Why is you got Remy being a goon? 
<laughs> man, I was straight till I got a tennis ball pulled out my ass. That you know that shit changed a nigga out here. In it was streets. not a tennis ball. It was a rope. <laughs> Rope. When you get a rope pulled out your ass, you ain't the same <laughs> nigga no more. You that feel? shit was the worst. I and now we don't do rope toys. If somebody like I've been in like um like the pet supply store with him before, and they've been like, oh hell no, I don't do shit with ropes on it. I ain't pulling no more string out of a dog's ass he might ever like again. Shit. He might like he might this. like it, but I don't, he and I'm not doing for a dog to lick his ass. <sighs> My God, the animal analingus. Go, what's the next question? <laughs> I don't have pets, so I you ain't don't asking. have pets, so you can answer it. Where would you ask my pets? You know them. Where would I ask your pets? Would you ask them anything? Uh, I ask them, do they really like the food that you you be giving them? <laughs> I be like, you really like that shit? She be giving y'all what dry food? What about them eggs, Kingston? You still she still giving you eggs? I don't give them eggs she anymore. She took that delicious shit away. Then I she, did. Fuck her. <laughs> Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Take delicious food away from you. Yeah, stop. I'm gonna instigate. <sighs> you be peeing, old. You be peeing in random places, don't you? <laughs> what the last place you peed at? <laughs> I'm gonna tell her to get on the floor and smell it so she can have to <laughs> see I if do. it's true. <laughs> and I will because I can't stand that shit. I do not. I work very hard for my apartment to not smell doggy. So like he. He sleeps in a crate now. Kingston does because he was pissing in his sleep or like piddling. It wasn't a lot of pee, but it was enough that I could smell it. And I was like, nope. Drizzle. Fuck no. So now he sleeps in a crate where I can clean that out and know where it is. As a, I was on my hands and knees you under should, my bed. You should have sniffing. a new nickname, Lil Drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> That's so rude. He's old. <laughs> He's not doing it on purpose. He's just old. Oh, okay. So just drizzle. <laughs> Take the little out of it, like rappers do. That nigga's gonna be twelve this year. He's just old and can't. I guess when he's sleeping, he just like fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> He'd be like, I could get up and go pee. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> I'm just gonna do it right here. And he does. Don't change my life none. Change his mind, cause I can't stand that. Yeah, he don't care about yours. He doesn't. So that's him. why. But that's why he in a crate now, so I can clean that up easily and not have my room smell like piss. That's what I ask him. Okay. What is the funniest thing you've ever seen a stranger do? <laughs> so, the thing that popped into my mind immediately is when my friend Jason used to uh, come up here and visit me, we were headed to the mall one day. Well, I've seen two things. We were headed to the mall one day, and like we were at the light where 31 and 150 crossed. And I just turned, both of us just kind of turned and looked at the, the car beside us. And there was a man in the front seat, but he had a mannequin in the back. And it was strapped in with the seatbelt. Oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck was going on? <laughs> we were, I was like, because I'm thinking I had to have seen, like, I didn't see what I thought I saw, but Jason saw it too. And we was like, like, why was it strapped in? It's a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking weird that was like weird and then we were at the mall in the parking lot and we saw it run accident <laughs> this person <laughs> ran into the back of this car trying to park in a parking space and they just backed up and left <laughs> damn <laughs> and we was like that is so fucked up they just like oh I guess they was like oh shit and just backed out of the park space and, left. and it was no like
like obviously this person just couldn't drive because it was space for the, like for them to park i don't know if they weren't paying attention i don't know but those were the two things that popped in my mind that i've seen people do that i've been like the fuck <laughs> let me see i'm gonna go with something that actually happened today i went to Publix to go buy some chicken okay and this, you know, it ain't super funny but like I saw it brewing up. It was an interracial family. It wasn't a man there, but it was an old white lady, <laughs> a middle-aged white, white lady, and then two young black girls. <laughs> and the youngest black girl was maybe three, just just learning to walk and shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why she did this, but she put she had a big flower in her hand. It was like a fake flower. Mm-hmm. But she put it up to her face and started running full speed towards me. <laughs> Now, she couldn't see shit. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Do I get out of the way and let her go full speed wherever the hell she going? Because I look like a dickhead to her family then. You know, because I've seen this shit brewing up. Do I just stand right there and look at her do it? You know what I'm saying? Because now I could have said something to stop her. But I didn't. So I just, I saw it brewing up and I said, I'm just going to keep looking at the aisles. <laughs> like I don't know that I seen this shit brewing up and I'm going to just let it happen. And then I'm looking up and the girl ran straight into my leg. And to her, it had to have felt like a wall. I'm sure. Because she was really, really little. Yeah. And I'm really, really solid. <laughs> And the, the white mama looked, the, the white lady looked like, oh my God, I can't believe. So she just ran full speed into him. <laughs> like, what? like, what did she do? She just ran straight into the. She said, why did you do that? I was like, damn. Why did she do that shit? Because kids, when they playing, don't shit resonate with them. She just decided she was going to run. It didn't matter that she couldn't see where she was going. Kids don't think about shit. Like, I tell parents all the time, like, your kid do stupid shit. It's just because. Like, you, I hate when I hear parents be like, why'd you do that? They don't know. It just seemed like a good idea. They don't think of things out. If it seemed like a good idea in the moment, they're going to do it. <laughs> it's just what it is. Yeah. They don't have no fucking reason. <laughs> it just seemed like fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. She had no reason for that. Just She wanted to run, so she ran. <laughs> she crazy. ran into you. Not a good idea. Hell no. Shouldn't do that shit. No. But she did, and it is what it is. Um, last question. Do you think of yourself as being naughty or nice? <laughs> that sounds like a dirty question. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. That's where your brain went. I mean <laughs> I don't know. Um I think I can be both. I don't know. I don't I really think like, of myself in those terms. I feel like the way I'm defining in my head right now, I'm both. I'm naughty and I'm nice. Because I'm nice because I do helpful shit for the community. Because I have the skill set too. But like deep down inside, my thoughts are not of that of a person that do what I do. Like when you said fuck them kids after you got that ticket. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> What you want to say? Oh my God, I can't believe I made a mistake that didn't harm anybody. No, but like, I didn't expect for you to be like, man, fuck them kids. <laughs> I mean, they were fine. Them kids vicariously got me a ticket from danger that they was never in. It just was an unexpected response. Like, I, was, I, I just wasn't expecting you to say that. apathetic. About a lot of shit. But you don't... See, I come across as apathetic. You don't come across as apathetic, I don't think, to people. 
but I do. <laughs> I don't think I come across as it, but that's what I am. Inside, my thoughts are like, why you keep doing the same damn dumbass shit Man. to yourself, boy? <laughs> but on the outside, it's like, see, therapeutically speaking, <laughs> cognitive behavioral. I think all therapists and behaviors yeah. are interacting. Because I really wish sometimes that I could just tell people, like, you know you're doing this to your fucking self, right? You know that this is like the solution is for you to just stop doing fuck shit. Like, stop coming in here week after week after having done fuck shit wanting me tell you that it's okay that you're doing fuck I shit. Won't, I won't even go harder to some of my parents. Like, I'd be so mad at some of my parents for the shit they be doing. I want to say the reason that you can't keep a relationship because of that garbage-ass lace front. <laughs> That's why. Ma'am, now quit treating my kids like shit. <laughs> Fix that lace front and go oh, find a man. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I be ready to roast their ass. <laughs> I ain't even a good roaster, but like when you fuck with people I care about, I be like, you ain't shit. That's hilarious and would be hilarious if you could do I it. I got a parent that got one tooth. Oh. I be feeling like Richard Pryor and goddamn Harlem Knights. Oh Pick God! The fuck up and go brush that tooth. <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> oh God, I don't, I don't know. But that's because she's a horrible parent. Yeah. If she had one tooth and was a good parent, then I wouldn't be thinking shit like that. <laughs> she be on that fuck shit, and it be impacting my goddamn client. I tell so people I flame brawler ass like Burger King <laughs> in my head. I tell people all the time, working the problem with working with kids is not the fucking kids, it's the parents. The parents is like because you'll have parents that don't want to work with you and it's like he'll just fix this kid. And it's like, bitch, you gotta change some shit too. Like, what you mean? I spent 50 minutes with this kid and you undo all of that shit in an hour after y'all leave here. And you what the fuck is you want me to do? You don't want to make no goddamn concessions. You don't want to make no changes. Like it's just the kid. How you get like this? You. That's how. <laughs> Your motherfucker. Shit. But naughty and nice. Both of us, I guess. Yeah, I would say both. I guess depends but, on who you ask. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, that's all we got. It is. You got anything else on your mind? Always on point and beautiful calamity YouTube. Yep. And until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.